Welcome to the True Man Podcast with Mike Van Pelt, helping you gain clarity, peace, and understanding in your walk with God as a man, a father, and a spouse. Hey, get involved with the show. Send us your email to mike.vanpelt at wedevelopyou.com. If you're wondering what's gone adrift in my masculine soul and asking, is there more to life? Well, this is where it begins. This is the True Man Podcast. Well, welcome to the True Man Podcast. This is an invitation of radical reconstruction of a man's masculine heart and soul in a place of safe community where we dare to ask questions deep-seated inside a man and explore ways to help you become a better man, a better dad, and a better spouse. Well, welcome. We uh, appreciate you joining us on the podcast today and going on this journey along with us of, of becoming a better man here on the True Man Podcast. So today... I'd like to talk with you about the topic of fear. Uh, let's face it, this is a problem that, that we all deal with from time to time, and uh, it's hard to escape the fact that there's a tremendous amount of fear going on um, throughout the world on, just name the topic, okay? So I'm sure many of you have heard the artist, at least I hope you've heard the artist, Christian Singer. Uh, Zach Williams. He recently did a wonderful song with Dolly Parton, by the way. Uh, but Zach has a song entitled Fear is a Liar. And there's a phrase in that song that goes something like this. And no, I am not going to sing it for you because the pipes just do not operate uh, the way they used to. So fear, he is a liar. He will take your breath stop you in your steps, fear, he is a liar. He will rob your rest, steal your happiness, cast your fear in the fire. Because fear, he is a liar. Man, I'm not sure Zach Williams could be any more clear on this. Fear is a liar. So why then... Do we tolerate it? Why do we live with it? Why do we let it control our lives? You know, interestingly enough, the phrase fear not is actually mentioned 365 times in the Bible. It's as if they're trying to get our attention and tell us something. Unfortunately, if you're a lot like me, um, I miss on that sometimes, and, uh, and I allow fear to grip me. But let, hey, let's face it, not all fear is bad. Uh, after all, it is a survival mechanism, for sure. So, you know, for some odd reason, you're confronted by a bear in the woods. Uh, you know, they actually recommend you don't run, but your uh, brain is going to kick in, and, and, and you're taking off, man. You're hauling. Okay, you're getting away from that bear. And, and, and that's a time and a place where your survival mechanism may be a good thing. But hey, listen, that is all too easy of an example because we are absolutely living in a time and a place of fear-based news, fear-based politics, fear-based pandemics, fear, fear, fear. If you allow it, Fear 
will get in the way of you becoming the man you want to be and living a life of God. So just for fun, before I hopped on the podcast today, I did a quick Google Google search, uh, and I just searched under, you know, how fear is shaping the United States. And here's what I found. This is some of the topics that popped up. The fear that is shaping American politics. No surprise there. Fear and the shaping of early American societies. I'm not even sure how this one gets there. I mean, it's as if we don't want them to feel left out. They didn't have the 24-hour news cycle and uh, mobile phones, uh, but 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 apparently uh, it shaped them, uh, which is strange because, geez, how did we get this far in the world with fear gripping them? Nonetheless, here's another one. Uh, the spread of fear... In the globalizing world, this had something to do with COVID. Uh, let's see how social media is shaping our fears. Uh, and finally, uh, concern about terrorism, fear, worry, et cetera, et cetera. I think you guys get the idea. Uh, everything is urgent. Everything is breaking news. Uh, everybody's fighting for your attention and they're using fear to get there. I could probably go on and on, but I think you get the picture. And frankly, I didn't even want to pull up the latest headlines because in all honesty, I'm flat out ashamed and embarrassed of what I would read and see. I will admit, though, at this point of having uh, a lot of fear uh, myself in some areas. In fact, Folks, if you try to get me more than two feet off the ground, uh, you will virtually see me cry like a baby. Uh, I am definitely afraid of heights. Uh, I don't do roller coasters anymore, and it seems like the older that I've gotten, uh, the less secure I am with my feet anywhere other than attached to the ground. Uh, even on a recent trip to the Grand Canyon, which I strongly uh, urge you to make, absolutely beautiful area. I did not get within 25 feet uh, of the rim of that guy because <laughs> it's a long way down, folks. And, uh, you know, it was uh, absolutely gorgeous. But from what I could see uh, from my safe vantage point, uh, 25 feet away, uh, it's an exceptionally lovely place I would encourage you to visit. So here is another somewhat uh, personal fear that I've had. And it's held me back, uh, quite honestly, sometimes uh, from being the man that I've wanted to be. The fear of success. Have you ever experienced this? Or maybe it showed up as a fear of failure for you. Now, these are two totally distinctly different challenges, but they show up for people from time to time. So I'm just going to dive into mine. Okay. So what is the fear of success? Well, the fear of success really involves being afraid of achievement, often to the point where I may have sabotaged myself. Obviously, success and achievement are desirable uh, factors to winning in life. 
So why would one do this? You know, uh, more often than not, I would self-handicap myself by placing, you know, obstacles in my own path by saying things like, I'm not as qualified as that guy who's got all these degrees or acronyms behind his name or not as good or not as worthy. Um, you know, and, and, and quite honestly, a lot of times I would listen to the worry about what the naysayers might even say. What other, you know, what would they say about me? What would they think about me? Let's spend too much time thinking about that. I don't want to dwell on this too much. I think the more important point here is that we've all been wounded or hurt in a way that can mask itself into paralyzing fear if we allow it. It can be it can be terribly debilitating and dangerous. You know, American poet Ralph Waldo Emerson said fear defeats more people than any other one thing in the world. <laughs> I I got to tell you I think he's right on that. And I'll bet you're waiting for me to give you the remedy for what ails you on that. Well, we've talked about this on this podcast. One of the things I do want to try to stay away from is the uh the top 10 steps to fixing xxxx. Uh I you know, because we're all different um and we all accept those things differently. Um, so I'm going to shy away from that. I will tell you that, and you've heard me refer to Napoleon Hill before Napoleon Hill summed up fear this way. Fears are nothing more than a state of mind. It is true that we each have approved. We've each proven this over and over again. When we do something we are uncomfortable with and come out smiling at how well we've performed like jumping out of airplanes, skydiving, talk, talking to groups in public speaking settings, and so many other things become easier just because we step up and do them. And after we finish the task, we often are exhilarated and wondering why we never, why we've held back in the past. Fear or courage are a state of mind that we can gain control over. All of that may be true in my life in general, but I'm still not getting, I'm, not, I'm still not going to let my feet leave the ground. That said, all joking aside here, um, after saying that about fear, and I want to be clear on this, we know that sometimes fear can just absolutely take over and lead to other mental health challenges. And I don't want to downplay that. If you feel that fear has taken over in a way that you may be feeling depressed or worse than that, maybe even suicidal, I want to encourage you to seek out professional help immediately. This is not something that we want to downplay. However, fear can be overcome. Let's take a look at a completely different perspective on this. Let's turn to the Bible. So the Bible says, Peace I leave with you, 
My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. That is from John chapter 14, 27. Does that make you feel more peaceful? It makes me feel more peaceful knowing that the God of gods is there for us and, and, and telling us in times of trouble to not be afraid, to trust in him. So let's t- take a look at some really cool people in the Bible, I think. Something that intrigues me a lot because they went on a journey with Jesus while he was on earth. Uh, the apostles. By the way, plug here. If you want to see a fascinating portrayal of Jesus and the apostles, I want to encourage you to check out The Chosen. If you go to your smartphone, uh, you can look this up on the internet as well, but you can pull up the app, uh, The Chosen. They're now on their second season of shows, and it's an absolutely uh, fascinating and wonderful look at the, the life of Jesus and the apostles. I'll leave it at that, but would encourage you to check that out. So a little reflection here. Put yourself in the sandals of the apostles. Or at a group meeting I was at yesterday, somebody said the apostles actually wore jockos. I don't know what those are. Apparently some kind of sandal. I'm pretty confident that that is not biblical in nature. But nonetheless, put yourself in the sandals of the apostles. Jesus is just hours away from his crucifixion. And he's told you, after three plus years of constant companionship, that he's going back to the Father, your Lord, your friend, your teacher, your protector, gone. You must carry on his work in a hostile world on your own. How would you have felt? Powerless, fearful, daunted? Who will take care of you? Who will accomplish the task he's leaving you? What will your future be like? Very powerful questions to ask in terms of what were the disciples thinking. And I'll tell you what, if you ask me in the world of fear that we find ourselves living in, those questions are as impactful to discover on now in this world is they are thinking back to what the apostles must have been thinking. Well, the good news is the Lord did not leave the apostles in the dark, and neither does he leave us. This is a journey of trust over fear. So John 14 overflows with promises of his help, plan, and presence. Jesus opens the chapter by assuring the men, the disciples, that he's leaving them only to prepare a place in heaven to which he will one day come and take them. He promises answered prayer, and he repeatedly mentions the necessity of obedience. What a wonderful message. I've focused a lot on fear this week, obviously. And this is perhaps, I think, a never-ending conversation 
because of the fallen world we live in. But not letting fear rule you is going to be one of the most important ways you begin to be the man, the father, and the spouse that you want to become. So if fear is holding you back and you want to develop ways to overcome it, hey, just reach out to me, mike.vanpelt at wedevelopyou.com. And let's talk about how we can develop strategies around creating your comeback story. I want you to know this as well. God wants you to fight for this, not just for you, but for your family. Nehemiah chapter 4, uh, 12 through 14 and 20 says this, Therefore, I position men behind the lower parts of the wall at the openings. I set people according to their families with their swords and their spears and their bows. I said to the nobles, leaders, and people, do not be afraid of them. Remember, the Lord is great and awesome. Fight for your brother. Fight for your sons, your daughters, and your wives, and your houses. Whenever you hear the sound of the trumpet, rally to us there. Our God will fight for us. How powerful and beautiful is that? Folks, on the next podcast, we are going to talk more about fear. In fact, we will talk about how, be, how you can become more fearless, which I think is the key to overcoming the fear aspect of what we talked about today. So I want to end this podcast now with a word of prayer. Pray with me. Lord, I pray that you will come into the hearts of those listening and strike fear from their heart. I pray that you can develop a more focused and trustworthy attention on you and not the world around them, but would have them, the, the world around them that would have them thinking everything is scary and fearful. Lord, please remove the false self that says, I can't overcome fear. Lord, I pray that men will begin to see fear is the devil's work and and a successful comeback story is on the way. Lord, I pray for this in your holy name. Amen. Improve your life today with Mike Van Pelt and One Way Life Coaching. Let's develop a roadmap of discovery that leads to success and satisfaction in your life. Find additional information and details of how you can have a free initial coaching call at wedevelopyou.com backslash fanpelt.